Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Bradford in again and balls to Hills and Hills again is looking to put this off on the Arsenal is up got behind he was looking to punch it got the leading edge catch taken and Carlos Bradford remember the name yeah he's got a wicket he's moved the dangerous Alex Hills and it's now 57 for 3 and England just in a little bit of a wobble David Lloyd Windies are doing very well here England 3 down here comes Thomas looking for Pfeiffer runs in now and balls to Curran and Curran is dealing away and he's bowled in Shane Thomas, he finishes with 5 for 21 and what was Tom Curran doing on that occasion? He tailed away, left all of his stumps exposed, it was just a matter of which one he was going to choose. In the end it was the off stump and England have been devastatingly bowled out for 113 in over number 29 here at the Darren Sammy Ground in St Lucia. Will bowl to Gale again. in a cricket match that is sure to go the way of West Indies now. There's a very rewarding scene here as the West Indies team led by Jason Holder, including Chris Gale, are walking around the boundary's edge and uh, applauding the crowd. There's very excited members of the West Indian crowd in this Johnson Charles stand. Um, there are a lot of English supporters there too, and they're standing and applauding them. There's no getting away from the fact this is one of the most thrilling uh, examples of modern cricket. This really, we saw today, we saw the modern age of the game in more ways than one. A very attacking bowling performance, a lot of short deliveries that took wickets, a very aggressive attempt by England to take it on and fail so dismally, and then an extraordinary onslaught from Chris Gale, 77 from 27 balls, that included some of the most outrageous strokes you've ever seen. I, I went upstairs actually to see some friends on, on the top tier of our stand and sat alongside David Gower unintentionally. He's here with a, a supporters trip and even he, who, who could play a bit by the way, even he was marvelling at the power uh, and origination of Chris Gale's batting. 
Yes, um, I've never, I'll be honest with you, Mark. I mean, I thought I'd seen it all in Grenada with the striking of uh, Butler and Chris Gale there. But today, this innings, where they're chasing a small total, chasing 114 to win, 10 wickets in hand. you got two top-quality bowlers bowling him, in Mark Wood, who, who showed in the Test match here. You, you hit the pitch hard, you can get some pace out of this pitch. Chris Wokes, who's been arguably England's best one-day bowler for a while, and he just attacked them. They just couldn't bowl at him. Wherever they bowled it, whether it be tried a leg-side attack, whether they tried offside attack, he hit it into out over extra for six against the wind. The ball's short, he pulled it for six. They just could not bowl at the big man. And that's why he is the universe boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yes, I'd, I'd pick you up on Chris Wokes for a minute, I think, um, because it's shown something that people have mentioned for a while now. Overseas, he's not anything like the force he is in England. Oh, absolutely. I think we've, we've talked about Jimmy Anderson, Stuart Bro when they go abroad, and Chris Wokes. And I think, without a doubt, he needs conditions in the pitch. What he has got is accuracy. But today, Bowling against this breeze and being hit when Chris Gale's hit him with the wind, he had no answer because he couldn't get the short ball in. He's not quick enough to worry the likes of Chris Gale and uh, Shea Hope and people like that, Hep Meyer. They're, they're just good players against the short ball. In the Caribbean, they're known for taking on the short ball and hooking towards the leg. That's been the difference. England, against the short ball the whole series, have been found wanting. Uh, it's quite an incongruous scene here, really, with these West Indian players going round the ground. They've just walked past a bunch of England's reserves, or should we say 2020 specialists. Um, Sam Billings, uh, David Willey, Chris Jordan, Joe Denley there, um, doing a workout uh, on the ground. Um, they just walked past Jason Roy. Um, and, and there's no doubt that their sort of pragmatic approach comes straight out of the dressing room, get on with a bit of training is in stark contrast to the sort of joyous celebration we're seeing from uh, these West Indians. So, uh, yeah, it's not the biggest crowd. I'm just wondering if I can sneak into Jason and get the... Shall I get this out of the way, Jason? You happy to have a chat now? That was one of the most remarkable few hours of international cricket I've ever seen. Yeah, absolutely outstanding game. You know, um, credit to our bowlers. You know, Shane Thomas obviously led the way. An outstanding score from him, you know, well supported by you know all the other bowlers that, that took part. Um, and then obviously Chris Gill finishing it in grand style here in the Caribbean. You've seen a lot of cricket. Have you ever seen batting quite like that? Um, a nice boy! <laughs> a nice boy. That was Darren Bravo joining in the fun. Um, yeah, we've seen a glimpse of it through the, through the entire series. You know, obviously Chris has been outstanding for me, probably my man in this series. Um, you know, and this is his last series in one-day cricket here in the Caribbean, so it's, what a, it's a fitting way to end. And, you know, he's been obviously a wonderful player for us, and I just congratulate him. Few players ever really can quite move a crowd like he can. He's definitely a crowd mover, man. Um, he's obviously a wonderful entertainer. You know, both just the way he bats, you know, the way he carries himself on the cricket field, and he's just a lot of fun to be around, you know. So credit to him, you know, he's done a hell of a job, you know. Um, and hopefully, you know, he just finished off quite well for us in the World Cup. Just, just answers this question as captain. So you've bowled England out for 113, and you're thinking you bowled with some aggression. Didn't get off to a good start again, but the way they came back there and you bowled with aggression, the old team chasing 113 to win. Was that the plan, just to go out and tee off, or, or, or was it just Chris Gale being Chris Gale? Um, yeah, we wanted to be aggressive, you know, we wanted to show that intent, you know, something we spoke about throughout the entire series, you know, um, that's just the, na the nature that Chris plays with. Um, yeah, he was, things went as weird as a strong breeze as well, you know, he took it on. Okay, so the first innings he played in Barbados, it was a fantastic under, but it wasn't one of his better innings, as in he put a lot of pressure on the rest of the team. Is this the Chris Gale that's going to go to the World Cup? 
Yeah, let's hope. <laughs> you know, um, in the first one, you know, he was obviously coming back in for after a long layoff. You know, he a good sight on. You know, as the series went on, you could see him picking it up. You know, so it's really good to see him in the form that he is. He's in. He's in. Sorry, and hopefully, just continues on and finishes really strong. Jason, let's go back to the first day of the first test in Barbados. If someone had said to you, you'll beat England 2-1 in the test series and draw two all in the one-day series with one game abandoned, you'd have sure taken that. Um, definitely, yeah. I think the guys have been outstanding so far. You know, as, um, credit to everyone who's taken part in the series. Uh, you know, we've played some really good cricket. It's just a matter for us to be consistent, as I said before. And if we want to be a number one side, anywhere, we've got to beat the number one sides consistently. So, credit to the boys. You know, it's not all do well, not all doom and gloom. Definitely in West Indies cricket, and it's just a matter for us now to close out the T20 series well. And uh, you mentioned it at the top of the interview, but you must be pleased uh, for us in Thomas because we've seen him a lot in the Test series bowling over after over after over in every break but now this could be his breaking point for him to get this chance here and take off and blow away England with five wickets magnificent moment for him excellent I'm extremely proud of him you know as you said he's been working really hard behind the scenes you know we brought him here we kept him um, within the group and you know he had some work to put in and you know never once he shied away from it never once you know he, he shirked the work and you know credit to him I was really really happy for him and everybody was happy for his success you know because everyone knows how hard he's been working and, and what he's done to get here um, I just hope he can continue to learn, continue to grow, continue to get fitter and stronger and be on the part for, for years to come for West Indies. Rest assured that there is no sense of any doom and gloom for West Indies cricket. In fact, I would say exactly the opposite. I would say that globally now there's tremendous interest and excitement about West Indies cricket. Definitely, man. Um, we've got some young, talented players as well. Um, and obviously a guy like Chris, you know, obviously brings people into the, into the stands and you know, he's an entertainer and we've got some young entertainers around him. So I think it's a great mix. Hopefully we can continue to grow, continue to get, get better, get stronger as a team and, and hopefully continue to be very, very competitive. Congratulations to you. Tremendous leadership throughout the entire series. We wish you well in England. We'll see you there for the World Cup. You can go and win it now. Thank you, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. Okay. Great fella, Jason Holder, captain of West Indies. And uh, out here are Chris Gale and uh, O'Shane Thomas. I think O'Shane Thomas might be about to get man of the match. He, picked up five wickets it's hard to imagine Gale will be pipped for that award but I think he might be so let's go and position ourselves in between uh, Gale and Thomas and see who we get first um, very interesting to hear Jason Holder talk in, in the, you know that measured way Goffey he, he never he doesn't get ahead of himself he's naturally pleased and excited Caribbean people the way they live their life it's an excitable way full of hope and opportunity but I'm absolutely thrilled for him, really, as much as I am for anybody else, I think. Well, he's right in his right to be excited, and uh, he should be proud of his team. Um, from the moment we stepped in the Caribbean, uh, they've been excellent. Surprised us. I mean, a lot of us in that test series went for 3-0. The way they've delivered has been absolutely fantastic. And then in the one-day series, like I said, the number one team in the world, Chris Gale, come back in. They just lifted this team. And to get a drawn series against England, a fantastic performance and uh, very well deserved. O'Shane Thomas has joined us. Uh, never met him before. Great to see him. Um, congratulations. What a remarkable day for you. Yeah, and um, it's a wonderful day for me as a young player coming in to the ODI. So, but I've been putting in the work um, for the test and test squad. So, I've been bowling a lot of balls and things like that. So, pitch gives us a bit of assistance today, a bit more bunks than, than from the last game. So I just make use of um, the ricket. You love to bowl the ball fast, I can see that. Yeah, I enjoy bowling, bowling fast. Yeah, the thing that I enjoy, I mean, looking at the legend pass from Jamaica, um, Courtney Walsh, um, Ambry and all of those guys, Mikey Wallin. So I like to bowl fast, I enjoy it a lot. 
This is Darren Goff. I'm sure you know Bolt Fast for England. He's about half your size. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just going to ask you, I mean, we've seen you bowling throughout the Test Series and we've been impressed with what we've seen, but we've been waiting for that opportunity. Were you surprised? But you got again, I mean, you must have been, well, not surprised, but you must have been pleased when you got the wind after bowling the first three overs against the wind today. Well, I mean, um, this man um, coming in to bowling up, up the wind, it was a bit challenging. Um, me and the skipper um, talk about it, so he said, just give it three from here, then rest, and then I, I come from up top, so I just give him three from here and um, get a ricket, so that was a plus for me as well. So and I, I I know that when I come back up the from up the top there, it's gonna be um difficult um for the batters with the bunks and the pitch with the pace. So. How's it to be in a dressing room with Chris Gale? It's a wonderful feeling. I mean, my, I made my debut in the CPL with Chris when I was 19. Yeah, playing the semi-final and final. It's a wonderful feeling playing on the same dressing room with Chris, being on the same feeling with a legend like Chris Gale. So. Thank you for your time. Go and join your captain just over there. I think this presentation is about to begin. Thanks to uh, O'Shane Thomas, just a boy, isn't he? Do you remember being just a boy? Uh, no. How old is he? Is he 21? I think he's 21. Well, he, he's a, he, just, he, 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 he looks, is a boy. He looks young. He's very strong. I think he might be 22. But well, I didn't play for England until I was 23, um, and I was a boy then. But um, like I say, he's just raw. He just wants to play cricket. He wants to bowl fast. And this is a big moment for a fast bowler. I know from past experiences, Mark, because you can play on some flat wickets when you make your debut. He played in India, he played again in Barbados here, which was flat. He played in Grenada, which was flat, and sixes were flying everywhere. But he got his reward for the hard work. We talked about it with Butler, didn't we? The hard work you put in, you get rewarded. And he put in some serious work, and he got rewarded today. On a pitch that offered a bit of bounce, and he bowled quick, and he got the reward. Ah, here he is. Here is, here's the man. You're going to talk, talk to us. You're going to talk to us, please. Please talk to us. This is talk sport. I have to talk, of course. <laughs> Chris, quite magnificent, mate. You've actually left me gobsmacked today. Yeah. That innings, that innings was just truly remarkable on a pitch that offered a lot to the bowler. Yeah, definitely. Early up, um, we thought we bowled well on the wicket to be honest with you, and you know, execute our plans. Um, in the team meeting, we emphasize how well we need to bowl against this top order, and you know, so you saw England have a strong batting lineup. And I thought the guys actually stuck to the tasks and eventually to restrict England for 113. Um, that a brilliant effort. O'Shane Thomas, you know, his first fifer. And you know, like I said, when I when I was actually padding up, I was like, you know, chasing a small total can be tricky. So I say I'll try and put put them on the back foot in the first over. And eventually I got a couple of boundaries and then that actually gave me a bit of momentum to be honest and say, I hope this is not really my last innings in the Caribbean. I'm like, if it's gonna be. You know, let's try and go to a high to Benesida and you know it was you know it's phenomenal to actually get you know 70 70 other runs and you know entertain the crowd and I'm happy with that to Benesida. When you announce your retirement prior to a series, do you think it frees you up in a strange sort of way? Do you think there's nothing left to prove so you go out and play even more aggressively? Um, to an extent, yes. Um, I mean, you'd have nothing to prove really. You know, you know what else we got? What else you could have asked for? You know, in, in this in this format of the game as well. So. Um, like I said, I'm just thankful, you know, it was, a, it was a great career while it lasts and it's not finished as yet still, you know, we still have the World Cup coming up, but at the same time, you know, in the Caribbean, you know, I want to thank the fans for the support, um, it's been fantastic and I enjoy each and every moment and if, and who knows, we'll see what happens, maybe a different day I'll give you a different answer to be honest with you and you'll see me again, maybe. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about O'Shea, no, we'll see you again maybe, you might not have retired. <laughs>
maybe I never know. Okay. He has retired more than anything. I think we want you playing like that when you're 40 plus. Um, just tell us a bit about Shane Thomas. You know him well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he started his career yeah, I mean, in the T20 for the Talawas, and you know, he was, you know, he came on the scene, you know, burst on the scene, played him against the semi-final. I was a captain. That's what was, that's, that's the first time I actually, you know, brought him on the scene, and it, from there, his career just went keep growing and keep improving. And today he was fantastic to be honest with you. Um, a lot of pace, a lot of energy. So we need a big guy get a bit fitter and stronger and he can do a lot more damage for West Indies. You must think that you're a serious chance for the World Cup. You get things right. In England you need a few tosses to go your way, that kind of thing, but you must be, huh? Yeah, absolutely, man. It's a great great young team as well. You know, once we can click as a unit, um, anything is possible in that World Cup, you know. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies. In the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. And, and one thing it's shown as well, when you get a pitch that favours the bowlers, you've got pace in your side, and that makes a big difference. Pace, pace causes problems to any batsman. <laughs> Definitely, like Goffey against Gale. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just bowled you slow balls, mate. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, man, once you have pace in the attack, you know, like Mark Wood, you know, once you have those guys, you know, they, those guys are wicket takers. You know, they will actually set games up for you and you know get early wickets for you as well. So that's important. And, and you watch. I, it was interesting your battle with Mark Wood throughout the series because you were very watchful of him, weren't you, yes, in the first yes. few games? So you lined him up. Exactly. And then today you took a bit more risk. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, like I said, it was a good wicket, and you know, he was. He has been 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 bowling well. You know, pick up five wickets and. Was it five wickets in the last game, I think? But he bowled well, you know, so he's somebody you got to be wary of. You know? He's a wicket taker for the team early up as well. And you just keep your eyes on him. Okay, you got to go. Thank you, Chris. Well done, Chris. Great to see you, buddy. Cheers. Um, he's value, isn't he? He is value, that bloke. Tremendous value. Um, West Indian players walking past us here. Uh, Andre Russell, who didn't play. Devendra Bishu, who 
did, John Campbell. Interesting to see what they do about him. He hasn't had a good series with the bat, and if Evan Lewis is fit, he's going to slide well, into those shoes alongside Chris Gale. Well, what well, a ball striker he is. Well, that's frightening to think. I mean, when you look at some of the players that could come in with ball striking ability, Kimo Paul, the all-rounder, you've got Andre Russell, Evan Lewis. These players could all get into this side, which is frightening. If they click on their day, without a doubt, they're, they're, they're a team to watch. The World Cup should watch out. The West Indies are in town, I'm telling you. They've got some very, very talented players. If they click and hit the ground running, they are very dangerous. I think, I think they need to get that spinner sorted. With respect to Bishu, he's been around a long time. He's the second oldest in the side after Gale, I think. Um, it, it seems to me if they could get Sunil Narayan right, and eager and get his action sorted and stuff in time that would be the trump card for them um, we've got uh, Owen Morgan actually just coming over here we'll come back to that West Indies side but I think they're very dangerous here's uh, Owen nice to see him always nice to see him um, wow yeah that's what uh, we have been working hard enough for, for a long period of time and, and uh, to end a series like that is extremely disappointing. Uh, we didn't adapt to conditions, the wicket obviously offered a lot more bounce than wickets that we, we, we've played on for a very long time. Um, the honest answer is we don't play a lot on wickets like this, this isn't an excuse, it, we need to get better at adapting to different type of conditions. We have done it on slow lower wickets, we've done it on turning wickets and it has taken time to get into the mentality of, of adapting on any given day but today we were way off the mark and, and didn't deserve to even compete in the game. Well, that's been the downfall, Owen. You'll have been watching the Test Series. In the Test Series, we had similar wickets to this and the extra bounce and the pace of the West Indies, taller ballers, created problems for England. And then today, um, although you haven't lost the series, it was disappointing. Like I said, the, the extra bounce caused the downfall of what, 60 or batsmen or 70 it might have yeah, been? Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. It did cause the downfall. And the West Indies forced errors on our behalf. I think the difficult thing for us was finding a way on how we were going to set a, a good enough total at that time to be the same in the afternoon to, to, to restrict the West Indies but we'll never know we weren't we weren't at the races today which is really disappointing we've played some really positive cricket throughout the series and like I said we don't play enough on wickets like this to say right this is how we play and we turn up and we play like this so we need to learn as much as we can from today and if it crops up in the summer or between now and the summer we have some sort of, we have a better plan or improvement and in, in on today is there a point at which you can actually do that during an innings when you see the ball nipping bouncing unevenly pace a bit uneven that you can actually say you know what guys we just need to close ranks a bit here we need to think 250 not 350 type of thing yeah there is and you d you do that in a partnership but we, we didn't execute it well enough today we continue to talk about how it was still bouncing after 15 overs which we thought might stop but creating indentations in the wicket and, and we thought you know if we get a partnership going it would be easier but we, we didn't manage to do that which is very disappointing and an amazing onslaught I mean no matter which side you're on you watch that ball striking in astonishment I should think yeah he's, be, he's been in the form of his life and bit of, been a bit of a thorn in our side throughout the series uh, which is which is annoying but very entertaining for, for people who come to watch um, I suppose that's what he offers when, when he comes and plays anywhere in the world um, and we're still yet to, to try and get him out early, which is always still a challenge. And it's a really good test. People say, you know, you must be a real pain in your backside. He, honestly, it's an extremely good test for our young bowlers in order to play against the guys in the nick of his life. Kept Chris Wokes going. I thought that was interesting. I mean, you needed him to bowl at somebody less demanding for a start, didn't you? Yeah, we did. I mean, 
the wickets didn't offer a huge deal of swing or nip. It was just from a good length that bounced an extra bit. And, and Wokesy, over the last two years, has certainly been one of the better bowlers in the world at taking wickets in the first 10 overs. And, you know, Chris just countered that. And he played extremely well. It doesn't mean Wokesy's a bad bowler. He's still a very, very good bowler. And if you were offered a final tomorrow or decided, would you take it? Final tomorrow in this series? Oh, it would have been brilliant if we'd have played five match series. Um, but it's not it's, 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 it's not to be. It's a shame though, isn't it? You know what I was just thinking to myself, what a shame, these two terrific sides, why can't they have a final? Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's very unfortunate that we missed the, the third ODI through rain. Um, but it's been an extremely competitive series and one that we've learned a huge amount. So hopefully we can learn a lot more and improve a lot more over the next few weeks and months into the, into the start of our summer. Wish you well. Can't wait to see you back in England in May. Good luck in that World Cup. A long way to go before then. Thanks for all your help. We'll see you in the 2020s. Lovely. We can see you in the 2020s as well, Trove. Um, wow, that was some day. I mean, it, it, it's hard to rationalise it sometimes, isn't it? Well, half a day anyway. Um, maybe not even half a day. No, but look, poor performance today. That was uh, well below standard um, and well below what uh, the guys expected of themselves. And, and difficult to, to, to say much more than um, it needs a recalibration perhaps of conditions more often than not. Yeah, look, we've, we've spoken about you know, adjusting to conditions and, and playing accordingly, playing smart cricket in, in the conditions of it, uh, that we find ourselves. But uh, yeah, today we just didn't do that. We just kept going out and making the same mistakes. Trevor, I mean, the good thing is but what you've seen in the Test Series and, and in a one-day international, the first pitch that's really had that pace and bounce, at least you've got something as a coach to go back and you know what you've got to work on with some of the players. Well, exactly. I mean, it's, it has been our Achilles heel, um, playing on bouncing wickets, um, you know, whether it's Australia or whether it's some of the wickets we've played on here during the Test Series and this, uh, and this match here. Um, you know, thankfully, in the World Cup, there's not too many wickets that bounce like this in England. So, but look, that's, that's, that's part of playing away from home, you know, what you've got to learn to adapt to. Um, and certainly, obviously, playing at home and you don't get to play on wickets like this, it's not going to be one of your strengths, but it's, it's an area that we've got to get better at. When you have an immensely successful winning side, is it perhaps no bad thing to lose a couple of games and just remind yourself of where you're really at, particularly with a World Cup coming up? Look, it's certainly a, it's certainly a reminder that we're no, no dead certs for uh, you know, for a World Cup win. Yes, look, we are one of uh, you know a number of favourites. You know, there's a l I think there's five or six teams that could win the World Cup. Um, you know, depending on who plays well during that World Cup and who hits their form at the end of, towards the end of that World Cup. Um, look, I've seen the guys disappointed before. You know, we've had bad losses before, um, but it's uh, it is very quiet in the change room. There, I, I think it's a bit more embarrassment uh, after this loss. Well, it just goes to show you it's a good point because you said the West Indies 12 months ago you wrote them off for the World Cup. They had to qualify, but now you've seen them perform here and they've given England a good run for the money. It's been a great series actually to watch. We've seen some terrific cricket. Yeah, well, it's been more of a test for us than uh, you know what some people might have thought when we when we first came here. But look, they've they've been putting they've been putting in uh, they've been putting in some good performances probably over the last eighteen months or so. You know, they've got a good young team that uh, look like you know they're they're good mates and they want to play for the right reasons. Um, and the performance is starting to tell. Well, we wish you well. You've got a lot to think about. Uh, we we hope that whatever comes next goes well. Firstly, it's T Twenties here. They, you need some results. Uh, yeah, look, we've and look, we've got a few, uh, we've got a few guys going home uh, tomorrow. Um, what it will do is actually give um, some of our fringe guys an opportunity to get some game time. So, 
um, you know, hopefully a little bit of freshness in the team and uh, some new players uh, and yeah, we'll come out full of beans okay. thanks Trevor thanks for your time thanks Trevor interesting fresh legs shows you doesn't it now uh, the two captains are together at uh, well it's not a podium but it's certainly at the presentation screen and uh, the trophy of course is shared between uh, Owen Morgan and Jason Holder so uh, the, I imagine the sponsor I think that will be who's, who's holding the trophy now in a scene uh, crowded out by photographers and our very own uh, James is in there actually just, just getting a shot of it so it'll probably get up on the TalkSport website but the interviews uh, are over and the players are making their way uh, calmly now back to the dressing room that uh, euphoria of uh, the West Indian players going around the ground celebrating the win is over and now they're re relatively understated obviously delighted there is a difference between drawing a series and winning it and it shows on their faces there's no exaggerated response which actually I think is a, a good thing to see almost as if they're aware that uh, they, they don't want to be getting ahead of themselves yeah, the two coaches there, they should be proud of the performance of the West Indies. Toby Radford, Vaspert Drakes, two people I played against in county cricket back in the UK. They've done a terrific job as coaches this series. You've seen Vaspert Drakes out there with the fast bowlers and he's got his reward now. He's Ossian Thomas getting 5-4 and obviously Toby Radford. Some of the young players coming through, Hetmeyer as innings in this one day uh, series uh, was fantastic, wasn't it? in Barbados and um, they should be proud of their performances and the West Indies have been outstanding. England outstanding in Grenada and Barbados that first game. I think it's been a terrific series. We've seen exhibition of batting. We've seen the odd good bowling performance from Mark Wood and Adil Rashid and also Oshin Thomas um, this game. So I think it's been a fantastic even series and I think a draw is actually a well-deserved series. Yeah, fair call. We, I tell you what, it's great honesty there from uh, Morgan and, and um, Bayliss who you know, said that ain't good enough. Simple, simple as that. We, we, we haven't adapted to conditions in the way that we might. We can begin to stroll across the ground at the Darren Sammy Stadium here in the knowledge that the Test matches and the One Day Internationals are done. West Indies hold the upper hand, 2-1 in the Test Series, 2-all in the 50 over game. 2020s to come. Goffey, where's your money? Um, <laughs> do I say England for the third series in a row? So it's been England for the Test Series. We lost. I've had England for the One Day Series. It's a draw. I'm going to go England for the T20, even though I think, I actually believe West Indies have got the better side. Well, I'll go West Indies then. That's it. West Indies have beaten England today. Thumped them. A really comprehensive, breathtaking victory. The series is drawn to all. The 2020s begin on Tuesday. For the moment, let's look back at the drama. goes Cottle, where's he going to put this one? That's a drive ball, and it's an inside edge of Bethnow, and he's off Polly's cartwheeling backwards. Holder goes in, it's a short ball. Roots cut it down to the third man, and he's caught by Cottrell. He can't believe it. And it's a big wicket for the West Indies, Jory. Now Hales drives beautifully, and that is the stroke of the morning. No stopping that. Here comes Bradford in again, and balls to Hales, and Hales again is looking to put this off, so the arse is up quite behind. Remember the name? Yeah, he's got a wicket. England just in a little bit of a wobble. And Morgan is pulling this in the air. Chance for a catch. Is he going to go for six? No, he's going to go into the hands of Sheldon Cottrell at flying leg. Brathwaite goes in. Stokes has gone on the ball. Has he got it through? Yes, he has. Caught behind by Hope. 
Well, the battle between Brathwaite and Stokes continues. We need a partnership, Mark, here. This delivery is pulled in the air. A championship catch here for Carlos Bathick. Catch taken. We cannot afford to lose another wicket. Again. Down comes Gale. What a stroke that is. Well, the Gale force, here he is. Works again. He's got to get it straight, as not No, he bangs it in his surface. Gale is out. Pulled down a long leg. No, he's pulled over. A shot again from Gale. He gets to the crease and goes. Goodyear knocks him over. Woody, Woody, Woody. Too good for Campbell. Campbell's departing. And Gale is pulling and pulling high, hard and far again. That's gone for six more. Wow, wow, wow. And that's another half century for Christopher Henry Gale. 19 balls for a 50 on this surface is incredible. It's the quickest to 50 by a West Indian batsman. Is this his best knock? I think it could be. Here comes Wood again and goes to Gale, who is again smacking just for That's gone for six more. Oh, Chris Gale, you beaut. That was sensational. Here comes Wood and goes to Gale, who's killing it. The bigger picture, we're losing an absolute great of the game in the Caribbean today. Walks now to continue and bowls, and this delivery is bowled in. Horrible shot there from Shea Hulk. Right arm over the wicket, bowls a full toss to Hepmeyer, who punches down the ground, and that is going to do it. The West Indies win by seven wickets. The West Indies and England will finish level in the five-match one-day international series. It finishes 2-2. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 